the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, on demand, presented by Decision Point Wellness. Decision Point Wellness, setting a new standard of excellence for substance abuse and mental health treatment. Find out more at dpwellnesscenter.com. When Marconi invented radio, he had no idea it would one day become Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Come on, all together now. Feliz Navidad. Yes, you, sir, with the wooden eyes. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. So what is he saying, Dan, since you're uh, a, 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 a Spanish a Latino aficionado? <laughs> yeah, I've got 5% uh, Spanish in my blood. Uh, he's saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, or Prosperous New Year. Really? Yes. Wow, I love that song. I've been singing that song since I was... Um, since I was probably about five, so... Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. How about that, since I'm, what, ten years older? Oh, yeah. Way before Tiana was ever thought of. Way, 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 way before. before. Yes. I need, yes. To, I need to sit down. <laughs> Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Feliz Navidad to you. I never get tired of that song, and you know me well, because yeah. I whistle that song throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, summertime. Well it's a very good song. That blew by you, and what else? Jesus is a friend of mine oh, from Sunset. Oh. Mostly blue by you. Jesus yeah. is a friend of mine. It's going to be stuck in my head all day now. Did they do a Christmas version of Jesus is a friend of mine? I don't think they have, but they should. Jesus is a amigo of me. How would you say that? A Spanish version. I don't know. Can we work on that? I think we should do one. Okay. Tiana, Dan, and I. The Sunseed. Revival. <laughs> Wait, there's more. They do cruise ships and casinos. Hey, if we're and... doing cruise ships, I'm all for it. Danette Flint in the studio. She's a real comedian and uh, also a motivational speaker. She's going to talk about running from God and uh, a lot more. She is uh, a mother of two and a grandmother of nine. I don't remember talking about that last mm. time she was here. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. I bet her holiday is full. We'll talk about that. And uh, what's up with her? 19 more days till Christmas. Till oh, till Christmas. Should we have some kind of sounder like um, they do at the big time radio stations? Like well, the, the fish the fish down the hall, those guys, don't they have like uh, fish blowing bubbles going? Yeah, they do. 19 <laughs> more days till Christmas. Here's Christmas shoes. <laughs> right? Don't Again. they do that? Again. They do something like that. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Ho, 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 how about that? Hey, I like that. Do that again. Ho, ho, ho. Can you do Sean Connery doing Santa Claus? Oh. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, the guy that does Alex Trebet. No, the guy that does Sean Connery on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, yeah, doing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex shall take uh, Faith Talk Live for $20. <laughs> you are so good. You should be in broadcasting. No, there's no money in it. <laughs> 
they came to my high school, mm-hmm. the broadcasting school. I thought they said broad chasing, and I signed oh. up. But uh-huh. of course, yeah. that's not yeah. something you, you talk about these days, right? I don't think right? so. No. 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 Probably Oops. not a good idea. Is that Let's the red phone? Not... From Oops, corporate? you did it again. Who's calling? <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. Who Look what you made song? him do. Britney Spears. Uh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. <laughs> and Taylor Swift together. Look what Look you what made him do. Are they the same girl? Because you never see them together, do you? No, the old Taylor is dead. Is she? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because wow. in the song, she, that's says, why she can't come to the phone. That's just, right. Just like Paul McCartney, he's dead too. Is he? According no, he's to not. The, yeah, that's the legend. Back in '66, Paul was dead. Miss him, miss him. Play the records backward. So, really? how do you explain him doing uh, songs since then? That's not Paul McCartney. That's a guy named Billy Shears. You got to know your. Okay. You got to oh. know your uh, conspiracy stuff on the Beatles. Mm. Okay. okay, I'm an expert. Does Elvis fit into that somehow? Thank you very much. I'll take some mashed potatoes from <laughs> my holiday. Thank you very much. You know, if you play a Taylor Swift song backward, I'll bet she gets her relationships back. She does. She gets back so. together with all of her uh, boyfriends. All of them. Yeah. Now, who would go out on a date with Taylor Swift from now on, knowing that eventually an album would be written about you? I, I don't know that I would. Mm-mm. Wow. She's so got a boyfriend now. Does she? Yeah. Okay. Well, now. Yeah. Not next month or well, next maybe six not. months from now. Maybe not. When the next album comes out. Yeah, that's true. I'll bet she's had about 69 blind dates. Yes, she She'll has. meet her Jack one of these days. <laughs> she will. Yeah. If she's lucky. Speaking oh. of which, guess who's looking for a plane ticket to see Jack? Jack. No, you're looking for a plane ticket to go to Delaware, right? Uh-huh, yeah, for Christmas. Yesterday. You, were say, looking... you don't need to fly to no, Raleigh. That's I not can that drive far. there. So how's it going, the searching for tickets they are pretty expensive aren't they they are pretty pricey yeah is that because no airline wants to fly to delaware you know what you actually can't fly into delaware (laughs) really you can only fly into philadelphia and then drive to delaware yes how far of a drive is that 25 to 30 minutes that's not too no it's not too bad okay uh bud's uh crop dusting company now they fly (laughs) through there you can just kind of jump out okay this is, is where your, your parachute, Miss Bogino. Miss Bogino. Would you jump out of a plane, a perfectly good plane? Oh yeah, I want to go skydiving without a without an uh, without a parachute. Um, I don't think so. I'm gonna <laughs> take the parachute. Which yeah. this is not part of the show. We're going to talk about this. Did you see that? I was watching the news the other night, and there were a couple of skydivers, and they have the real cool uh, skydiving outfit with the wings on wings it. Wings on right, it. Right. Yeah, they jumped out. And actually jumped into a plane as it was going down. Oh, yeah. Did you wow. see that? Plane to plane? They were no like way. steering themselves and how they did that. And I saw it a couple of times. It was freaky. Man, one but, miscalculation. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. But they went, bam, right in there. It was kind of an abrupt uh, entrance into the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I have no desire wow. to do that whatsoever. No, thanks. No. Mm-mm. It looked awesome, Not at all. though. So, uh, wow. Hey, thanks, Dan, for being you're uh, welcome. Uh, uh, doing this public service <laughs> announcement on Facebook yesterday about what your dog can eat. I've been sending this to all my friends. It's great. All my dog friends. Yeah. Uh, can my dog eat this? Yes. I love the yes, but, right? Mm-hmm. They can eat apples, but remove the seeds. Uh, they can eat a drop sandwich. Hey, I was going to eat that. 700 <laughs> tacos that'll take a while. What does that mean? Um, they could eat 700 tacos. It'll I just think take a, a lot of yeah. I thought yeah. it had a digestive issue. No. A lot of I'm, dogs will just keep eating. They don't recognize when they're full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can eat a used Band-Aid, but it's gross. Ew. They can eat a koala, <laughs> but the zoo would be mad. That was very funny. <laughs> they cannot eat. Are these real? Now the nose, they can't eat avocados. So it causes vomiting. I think uh, so. I, I think, think that's yeah. a real one. And I, onions, too, I'm pretty sure. And, they, mm-hmm. and chocolate speeds up their mm-hmm. heart, no good. heart yeah. rate. Which, as a kid, we didn't know that. I used to get my... 
My dog. Oh, we feed our dogs chocolate. chocolate all the time. Yeah. They can't eat lava because uh, it melts. It melts, it melts so. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and dogs. That's and animals. True. Mm-hmm. The moon because it's too big. The sand because it's too sand. <laughs> and grape nuts. No one can eat them. They're terrible. <laughs> I like grape nuts. Grape nuts are okay. It's just I've like eating rocks. I've never had a grape nut. Oh. <laughs> so if you like rocks, yeah. then you'll like grape nuts. Exactly. It's not a grape the size of a nut. It's a cereal. Well, there's neither grapes oh. nor nuts in them. That's oh, the weird thing. so then. What? Yeah. Yule Gibbons used to eat. You know who Yule Gibbons is? No. Hi, I'm Yule Gibbons. I don't know who I is. love eating the bark off a tree. He used <laughs> to do uh, commercials back in the day. Oh, okay. And he pushed grape nuts. He was a naturalist, and he would eat stuff, and the commercial would say, like that. He could okay. eat bark or, or berries or nuts or whatever. And then he got an endorsement, <laughs> bark I guess. Bark or berries. Crazy. Wow. Okay. Isn't that something? How about that? No. Speaking of uh, eating, this guy, did you hear about the guy that went into Waffle House and cooked his own dinner? No. His own meal? Let me see. <laughs> I did hear that. That does not surprise me. I lost the story. Here it is. South Carolina man went into Waffle House at two in the morning. Everybody was asleep. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like me when I get to work. I come in, clock in, get a cup of coffee. Take a nap. Prop my feet up on the desk and I'm Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it twice. It's true. (laughs) And then when you hear the door slam when I come in, then you wake up. (laughs) I especially jump up when our executive producer, Adam the Beard Samurai Man by No Socks, Just Say No Hollywood Asher comes in. Which isn't until like 9 o'clock or so. Basically like noon. 10 (laughs) o'clock. Well, he's supposed to be sitting and he's seated at 8.30. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't know. Takes a long time to pull that beard around, doesn't it? (laughs) Anyway, he fired up the grill, this guy named Alex Bowen. And he made himself a Texas bacon cheese steak mm, melt. Good I don't choice. even is that on the is I, that even on the Yeah, good. it is. I think it's a newer item. He took pictures of the sleeping employees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the Waffle House employees. How did really they not wake that. up to hear him come in, start cooking around with the pots and pans? You know what I mean? Yeah. They were knocked out. Yeah. Oh. They were knocked out all right. So was he. He was uh, intoxicated. <laughs> oh, he was? Oh, uh, so all right. Wow. How about that? And I love this too. Let me ask you this question after I read this story. Mm-hmm. I know you're rivet you're riveted to what I'm about to say I here. Am. Uh a round of miniature golf with Bono and the Edge, a part of you too there. You can make it happen by winning by the winning bid of the third annual Shopathon benefiting Bono's AIDS charity Red R E D. You can go to there's a website here. I think it's omaze.com slash U2 for details. Uh, and they will play uh, miniature golf. I, I type putt putt, but I don't know. Is putt putt not hip? It's the same thing. It, it, it I is think it's the golf. same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you had an opportunity to play putt putt with a with a celebrity, not necessarily Bono and Edge, mm-hmm. who who would that who would that be? Anyone? Oh, man, wow. Not Max Powell or time, Anita yeah. or Ken or Susan Norris or, or because those people you grill with. It would all definitely the time. be Tiana. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, she is a star. Thank you so much. A bona fide certified star. I'm glad that you guys recognize that. How about mm-hmm. you? Who would you, and don't say Jack. Or The okay. Bachelor. Okay. I definitely wouldn't play with you two because, first of all, I just haven't gotten over They're like a few old. years ago. No. <laughs> when they added their entire album to my iPhone and I couldn't delete it. Uh, I don't know if that happened to you guys, but no. I'm still really upset about that. But that I, was a Gen X thing, aren't you a Gen Xer? Yes. Are you? Would you be? You'd be classified right? as a Gen Xer. Um, Am I? No, you'd be more of a Gen Yer or a Millennial. Actually. I pick Millennial. Oh, that's right. That's what I meant. Yeah, Millennial. I'm a Gen Xer, so you're a Gen Xer, yeah. right? And I'm just an old guy. You're the tail, tail, yeah. tail into the baby boomers. Is a millennial. Yeah, I am yeah. a baby mm-hmm. yeah. millennial. So that really made the Millennials mad. Yeah. Because one, you two is older. 
Yeah. But also, ask me first. Mm-hmm, exactly. I invaded my space. Okay, since we're going there, people uh-huh. that share stuff on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He really doesn't mm-hmm. like that. Don't that do it, aggravates folks. the don't stew do out of me. Yeah. Unless it's you. Right. Okay, I don't mind that. Because I don't usually you're my post friend. things on other people's timeline, unless it's my daughters. I'll do that to them. But yeah, yeah. But other people, no, I feel I like do nobody really does that anymore. If anything, they'll tag you in something. Right. But to right. go to your timeline and post, I tag feel like, you're it. Mm-hmm. See, I don't yes, know still exactly. that much about Facebook to know to do that. But when it shows up, I say ugly words. He just, <laughs> I start I've giving heard people him. the one way Jesus finger. Oh my goodness! Okay. Oh, is that the red phone again? That's the red phone again. All right, it's Tiana and Don. Uh, Dan, Don, <laughs> Don, Dan. Hey, Tiana you know, and Don. Or whatever. There's something we should know. <laughs> the Tiana and Dan show from now on, I guess. Anyway, let's see what's up with Danette Flint, uh, comedian, motivational speaker. I think she's still in the green room. We hope so. Hopefully. I hope so. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Radcliffe. Stay right there. This is Faith Talk Live. Like a happy bell in a foghorn world. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. I love this Christmas song, Dan. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's you singing there, isn't it? That is me singing. <laughs> Before you went through puberty. I used to sing like that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day. I've heard that version so many times. Uh, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, not my wife, the boss. Uh, right. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> sings that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Michael Jackson with the Jackson 5. Yeah. So many versions. That is one of my all-time I prefer the Jackson 5. I've never been a big Bruce Springsteen fan, but I love the uh, Jackson 5 version. Okay. That, well, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> Next, you're going to talk about Bob Dylan. Let's go there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's All not right. talk about Bob See, Dylan. See, he, he hates it. He, <laughs> he, he, he hates those guys. And the club is coming to town. <laughs> he knows I like Springsteen and, and Dylan. Anyway, uh, love this lady, young lady, oh. who uh, her, her daughter uh, just called and said that... Uh, there's nine grandchildren. Really? Yeah. No. Congratulations. No, no there's, there's only, only eight. eight. What did I? I guess I have, you know, I you have this problem. One. I have uh, two children and eight grandchildren. Not me, but it says here, you do. And I said nine for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. All right, have you been married for 38 years? 38, 38. Has it really been My husband 38? says 45. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does he say 45 long years? No. Uh, no. Says? no. <laughs> he wouldn't say that to your face. Danette Flint <laughs> is here, motivational speaker and uh, comedian. I do that with Donna. I Dude. say, I've been married 35 long. And what does she uh, say in return? She hears the blanket, you can sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what she wanted, because she snores at night, so there you That's go. That's true. Did you ever make your husband sleep on the couch? <laughs> Never. Not unless For I was real? there. No, not unless I was there with him. <laughs> what? No. You should do marriage conferences or something. I should. should I? Honestly, when we first married, I mean, we, because she was one of 13, yeah. I was an only child. Oh, first that's five not a good years mix. were tough. I spent a lot of time on the couch. Oh my goodness! Seriously, no, no, no. an only child and one that's part of thirteen—that's not a good. Isn't that mix. something? Wow, that's like the perfect storm. Yeah, it is. I should write a book or a movie. I should do that. Wow. You need to do. Ma- yeah. Wait, no, wait, wait. Never mind. <laughs> do anti-marriage counseling. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get. I'll get. Run! You. <laughs> Danette Flint, how are you? Good to I'm see wonderful. you. Wonderful. It was great. I got here on time this morning. Yeah. Yes. Were but, you not on time last time? I no. Don't remember. remember all the traffic. But 
I rode around the same block over here about eight times today. (laughs) She messaged me on Facebook and said, I'm at the corner of Far and Peachtree, which is where we're at. It's the corner part of Far and Peachtree. Right in the corner. (laughs) I said, you're right here. Yeah, so I looked and there it was. (laughs) You have to look for Baton Bob's baton pointing. This is the building. We see him every now and then going up uh, up and about. So what's, uh, you're obviously in the festive. That's right. uh, A gala gala here. What is the word for? for Regalia. 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 What did I say? You said a a galia. I thought that was a ship that those guys sail, and that uh, that's a regatta. Uh, oh, I think. Okay, yeah. maybe I should just be. Quiet. You just need to wake up. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> so, are you excited about Christmas? I am. With eight grandkids, you have to be. Are they all here? Are they all in the? Oh state no, of- we're we're all here in the yeah, same yeah. area. Yeah. Wow. What is a what is a what is a uh, typical uh, Christmas for you guys look like? We, uh, when Kenny and I first married, we started spending the night on Christmas Eve with his parents yeah to this day the entire family still does that he has five siblings so we bring all the siblings and all the grandkids and you know so when you wake up christmas morning it's there's christmas everywhere you may have three things but it looks like there's a toy shop everywhere so it's great how do you feed that many people yeah that's a logistical nightmare you know i it's hard for me to cook for two people yeah (laughs) we're so accustomed to cooking for like 35 40 people because the Flints are a big family, but, wow. and we're together every Sunday. So, wow, that's cool. It is. I love that. It is the, the tradition. Does everybody get up at the crack of dawn, or do you just kind of uh-huh. wait and then you eat first and uh-huh. open present? How's uh-huh. that work? They're, no, they're up at the crack. Of, <laughs> and my son still thinks that he has to be at the front of the line because, as a child, how old is he now? Mm, he's old. He's like thirty-three. Okay. So he carries his baby and asks, "No, this is the baby, so I got to carry the baby up." Yeah. yeah, it's a good excuse. Oh yeah, he is, always has. It's the like baby. getting on first on the airliner, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Here, oh, the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Me first. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. Did you have a good Thanksgiving, you guys? Did oh, you do it the was same thing. Wonderful. Oh yes, we're all together and we all cook, and you know they let me cook the turkey and the dressing and all these other things. And so, how did that turn out? Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So with all those folks, you got to have more than one turkey, right? We do. Or that's just I one I bake huge. one and my husband fries one. Oh, fries oh. one. Mm-hmm. Fried turkey. Wow, next oh, Thanksgiving, it's... you want to give Dan and I yeah, a call? No of... I will. You yeah. get it. Come on. We, we have people here we don't even know anymore. We just, <laughs> hey. Are you part of the family? Uh, oh, come on anyway. You know, it's kind of like looking up at a funeral. You know, if they think there's going to be food afterwards, there's always people who migrate in and they're... Yeah. <laughs> It's like a wedding or reception, you know, who are those people? We don't know. I don't know. They're here to eat. (laughs) So like uh, funeral crashers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. (laughs) Get some free food. All you got to do is just cry a little bit and they'll feed you more. (laughs) Love that. So what's going on with you? You you doing your stuff here? You just had something just recently, didn't you? And last Friday... Last Friday, this is a busy time of the year for me. People are wanting me to corporate groups, civic groups. They're wanting me to come in. I'm doing private stuff. Last Friday, I I was at my son's house, and I was ready to go. And um, my daughter was there helping me do some things for my son. And uh, I realized I didn't have anyone to drive to Dillard, Georgia with me Mm -hmm. to do a show. Hmm. So I grabbed my 11-year-old grandson. I said, do you want to go with me tonight? And he's like, no. <laughs> no. <Not> really? <laughs> but he went. He had a great time. You know, he's 11 years old. He's a Southern gospel singer. Mm-hmm. You know, so he has a little personality. He gets there and he goes, I don't want to go in. There's too many people. And there's like over 500 people, you know. And 
I really don't want to go in there either. That many people that I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind standing in front of thousands of people speaking, but it just that's a little unnerving for me. Hmm. We go in. Do you know there's people there that that know him? Really? Uh, yes, and few had heard of me, but they knew him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> because of his singing? Yeah, he's amazing. Really? Yes, and he sings. You have to bring him along sometime. Oh, you would love him. His, uh, his great-grandfather was um, a known songwriter, great really? singer, mm-hmm. Hyman Brown. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so and this just... It is a talent that's been, you know, handed down through the generations. It's um, it's not learned. It's there. And wow. He's amazing. Well, I've got to tell you, but they had a drawing at the end of the show. Okay. They had those little raffle tickets. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's so excited because one of the gifts is like a cartoon set or whatever. And he's wanting it so badly. They draw his number and he gets all excited and they bring a basket over. Uh-huh. The basket has three bottles of wine in it. <laughs> he knows how to party. That was my basket. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because people at our table are going, "You're going to have to give that to your grandmother," and you know, and I'm like, and I'm laughing. Yes, you know, a man comes over because he saw that Boston was kind of upset that he didn't get the tool set. Right. Yeah, yeah. He said, and this guy won it. He said, "If you want to exchange gifts." I will. Oh. He started to exchange it, and I kicked him under the table. <laughs> I'm like, no. I said, that's fine. He's going to give that to his mama. You know. <laughs> so my daughter calls me the next morning and said, Boston told us the funniest story. He said that you kicked him last night, and he's got a big bruise on his leg. Again. Wow. You know. <laughs> Bruising your kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All for three bottles of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you could always buy them. I don't a tool even drink set, it. Right? I just want to give it as gifts. Makes you look good. Are we gifting? <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. Are, are you, have, you, what, have you ever regifted? Can you think of anything that you've regifted? <laughs> She's trying to think who's watching right now. Yes. Oh, I guess we shouldn't bring <laughs> no. that up, right? <laughs> because when, before we went on, I saw my, my sister, actually, who's in Germany right now. She's watching. Oh, okay. What's her name? Sandy. Okay. Sandy, yes. And, hey, Sandy. Yes. And, um, I never regifted her. Oh, you never okay. regifted her. Okay. <laughs> Much. <laughs> you know what I do to keep from giving gifts back that someone's given you is that you write, you know, the name on the bottom and yeah. you tape it on there. That's a good idea. You're good to go. And you put all those things on a shelf and you can go in and shop from oh. your own gifts. Oh, that's funny. That's a great idea. Yeah. I'll have to remember that. <laughs> Danette Flint, uh, she is a comedian, motivational speaker. We've got to take a hard break. After that, we're going to talk about uh, her running from God. You can't outrun God. Didn't you ever hear that? <laughs> no, no. Plus, talk about more Christmas gifts and kids' blessing with Nana. Aww. Aww. That and more Aww. coming up. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there. Seventh Floor Studio in Buckhead. This is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy hump day. Danette Flint, comedian, motivational speaker in the studio. And uh, look out. She's got all kinds of stories to tell. She's telling us some behind the scenes stuff here while the break's going on Mm -hmm. about her. 
kids and her grandkids love that. Yeah. I'm taking notes, and there'll be blackmail later. just want to let you in <laughs> on that. Tomorrow's show, uh, we're going to be at uh, Christmas Wish, Chick-fil-A in Hapeville. As a kid, I called it Hateville. Right. I don't mm. think it's Hateville. I no, think it's, it's Hapeville. Yeah. And we've got to get the address. Yes, so, we do. I'm sure there's more than one Chick-fil-A in and hate hateville right i don't know there may not be but you said it uh, it's the original dwarf house i believe that is the one right there wow. and i can't remember the name of the the road there but it's the in hateville we so. probably ought to look up the address before we try to go tomorrow <laughs> otherwise we'll be driving around a while <laughs> that'd be a good idea <laughs> <laughs> wow love that and uh focus on the family you can help couples they do it all the time uh, give to focus on the family for christmas go to faithtalkatlanta.com to find out how you can help those guys. Meanwhile, Danette Flint here. Uh, we were talking about grandkids and uh, kids, and your sister responded on Facebook in Germany. Yes, yeah. she's awesome. actually she welcomed a new grandbaby this week. So that's all right. She's been there for a while. She's uh, uh, close to a month, I guess. Wow. Yeah, waiting on this new baby. She's helping out. She'll be back here in the states uh, before the end of the year. Beautiful country. Dan went yeah. last year. We, his... Yeah, we went to Munich last year, and it was cold at that time. We went over Christmas, but it was beautiful. Oh. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps sending me pictures of the snow and how beautiful it is. Yeah. yeah. Leave it there. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> don't it. I don't you. want it. I'm with you, sister. I'm with you, sister. I don't want uh, it. Listen, a part of your stuff when you speak, you speak a lot to ladies' groups, and you pack the house because they seem to, to connect. You resonate with mm-hmm. them. Uh, you talk about running from God. Did yes. you did you really run from God and how uh, how that happened? For you? Oh, that, that didn't work, work out too well at all because <laughs> he's a fast runner. <laughs> uh, I talk, you know, I, my comedy. I I try to uh, try to motivate women in a lot of ways, but one of the ways that I want to um, get serious with people is let them know that you can't run from God. Like I tried to, I knew that. Um, I think it was 2011 is when I realized that I wanted, I had a desire inside to do something more and had no clue what it was. Mm. Well, when you ask God, please show me, help me to see what it is you want or need me to do. I'm willing. Just use me. You know, he'll he'll begin to show you. Well, this is what I did. I just put my fingers in my ears, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that you want me to stand in front of people and make them laugh and be a stand-up comedian. I, I don't think I can do that. I don't know how to do that. The problem was is I was not asking, show me how. You know, how do I do this? Where do I go? What do I do? Yeah. And for six months, I, I'm not. This is not a joke. You know, some things are. This is not. I had such unrest in my body. I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I, my, I would lie down at night. I couldn't sleep because I knew that I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. I was not doing what I had professed. It, oh, I'm ready, God. You know, use me. And then when he said, okay, I was like, whoa. Wait a minute. I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. But the moment that I realized that I could, the only way I was going to get rest was just to just back off and say, okay, show me. I can't explain the things that have happened to me. I can't explain how doors were open. People called me that I had no clue who they were. Hmm. The things that began to happen 
were they were purely from God, but it scared me again. Hmm. So I dug my heels in again. Hmm. Like, no, I, I I don't think I can do this. The problem was is I had fear. And I was allowing the enemy to say, you can't do this. Right. You know, you're just not good enough. Mm-hmm. You're too old. Too old. <laughs> was that the main, was that the main yeah. uh, complaint you had uh, with God, that you were too old? Yes. I just didn't know. I'm like, no, I have this family. My children are having babies. I need to be at home. You know, God let me see very clearly that there are, He'll help take care of my family. But there are women out there, especially women, that I can relate to that need, they just need a laugh. Mm-hmm. And they need to be able to escape any the things that are going on in their life. I have the gift of taking my life and the funny things in my life and getting on stage and talking about them and I'll have the attention of these ladies, and I love it when they come to me after a show and say, I needed that so badly. I, I've not laughed that hard in years. Hmm. I We did a show in Commerce, mm-hmm. my hometown, and there was, a, there was a daughter who told me this about her mom. She said, I cannot remember the last time I heard my mother laugh. Oh, wow. Wow. I, you know. I sobbed when I heard that, hmm. and you know, and I just had to ask God to forgive me for the time that I lost or I shelved and didn't do His work. You know, just but keep bringing these ladies to me. God, send me to them because my goal is to be able to travel anywhere He wants me to go mm-hmm. and make these ladies laugh. You know, take the word to them. There will be some ladies in my audience who they've heard the name of Jesus, but they don't know who Jesus is. And for me, living in the South, I never knew that was possible. Hmm. You know, I never knew that it was possible for somebody not to know who God was or who Jesus was. That's just the way I was brought up. I just assumed everybody knew, but that's not the case. Hmm. Right. So when I'm able to go out and I can... Get someone to laugh. It puts you on a different level with someone. They feel comfortable with you. Oh, yeah. And so they'll come up and they'll talk to me. If there's things I can't answer, I've I've surrounded my people, myself, with people who can. Mm. And when I do a ladies show, well, we did the show in commerce there at the cultural center. And I never would have dreamed that my daughter, who is, she's very funny. She has an overt personality. Just like her dad. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. She, she wanted to pray before the show. Hmm. I never would have dreamed that that would have been something she'd wanted to do because she has an overt personality with just a few. Hmm. But in front of a group of people, mm-mm. you know, so she, you know, that's another answer to a prayer. Hmm. And I want people to understand that, you know, God's not just this big, you know, you know, entity sitting there you know, that you have, that you can't come to as a child. I, I, re, I view my relationship with the Lord like I do with my own children. 
So a lot of the things that, you know, when um, I would want my kids to come to me and say, Mom, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. What can I do to please you? And if I tell them and they don't do it or they don't take my advice, it, it would I think it would hurt me a lot. So once I was able to equate me running from God to that mm. and realizing that I, you know, I, I hurt God when I don't do what he wants me to do in that aspect. You know, I just I just stop the things that he's allowed me to do. I can't explain. Wow. Danette Flint talking about uh, running from God. So your experience with God and that whole 2011 thing up mm. until now, how has that made you? Uh, communicate not to run from God to your ch- grandchildren, and to the, and obviously you are to groups of ladies, but as a as a grandmother. That that's that's great because I I use that incident to say, look, I guess the best way to describe it is don't be afraid of God, don't don't be afraid of what He's going to ask from you because. He's not going to say, I need you to do this or I want you to do this unless he equips you or he God knows what you can do. The thing is, is that you got to trust. You've just got to be able to trust him and go and do it. Have I always been a success? No, no. And, And this is why I think not, because in the beginning, things were so good and I was like, I became a little pompous, <laughs> just a tad bit. And then I had to be knocked back just a few notches. Mm-hmm. And if you've got children, you know what that's like. You, you've got to say, wait just a minute. Mm-hmm. And that happened in um, 2012. And I'd had the opportunity. I'd been asked to go overseas, you know, to entertain the troops. Yeah, yeah. Had that date all set. And it was in July. And it was worked out perfectly with my schedule and i got a phone call uh from the guy in texas who was sending me and he said danette we're gonna not send you in july to kuwait and i rem- i just was on the phone oh that's fine i understand that's you know completely okay i got off the phone i, I remember vividly I was standing in my bathroom and i just looked in the mirror and i just I just screamed, God, why are you doing this to me? Mm. I My body just covered with chills. And I realized there was not a doubt in my mind why he did it to me. You know, he probably couldn't reach down and tan my hide, but he sure. <laughs> <laughs> he had a way of doing it, though, oh, right? Mm. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, it's it's not all about you, old girl. Mm. It's what he is doing through me for others. It's he's just using me as a tool. Hmm. Wow. We want to hear more. Danette Flint, uh, we will be back right uh, in just a few and talk more about what's going on with her. Some shows coming up possibly. And then 2018, see what's up for her there. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Wednesday. It's Burr Lives there. It's a classic song. If you listen to this, you know, I listened to it as a kid, 
And as an adult, I'm listening to it, and he talks a lot about uh, Christmas cheer, drinking cheer. He was a very happy entertainer. <laughs> yes, he was. That Burrow Lives. Welcome mm-hmm. to Christmas. Welcome to the Wednesday edition with Danette Flint here, motivational speaker and comedian. And we'll talk to her in uh, seconds about what's coming up for her. And uh, also, she has uh, quite a few stories that are uh, that are just hysterical. Uh, the Atlanta Christmas Musical coming up. That's this weekend, mm-hmm. right? It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at First Baptist Woodstock. You can go to atlantachristmasmusical.com to get tickets. There's still tickets left, and uh, it's going to be a great show. It's set in the 60s, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Get your tickets now. Right off of Johnny Hunt Parkway. Yes, you can't it miss it. It's going to be, they, I tell you, when they do those musicals, amazing world class yes speaking of amazing here she is oh you're sweet Danette Flint <laughs> what's coming up for you oh I if I don't have my phone in front of me so I can see every day that's going but I do know that this Saturday yeah. I'll be at Black's Creek Baptist Church okay in commerce doing a ladies event there okay so I'm looking forward to that just ladies I mean just guys yes yeah, so can't do show you know, up oh they do do they dress in and drag and show up. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, How do they show up? No, at uh, at another venue, and I just learned about this yesterday by accident. There was a a couple of guys who snuck in and went to the balcony <laughs> to watch the show. That's I funny. don't, you know, I don't know why, but yeah. I learned it. They laughed the entire time. I guess a woman trying to get into a size six swimsuit. <laughs> Me, you know, I'm not a size six or a pair of pantyhose. Yeah. Yeah, and you described that. Oh yeah, yeah. It hurts. Well, see, I, don't, I wouldn't know. A, I wouldn't know a size six from a size. Well, you would probably wear a size six. Okay. I okay. Could not. Well, there you go. I mean, and, uh, I mean, I don't even know what my wife. Could you wears. see me getting into your blue jeans? <laughs> All right then. I don't. <laughs> I don't know Wait what to minute. say. <laughs> no, I mean. Wow. Okay. Dan, you're bad. I <laughs> That's what comedy's all about, right? No, but I mean, you're trying them on. Oh, okay. That would not look good. So they came and they enjoyed your show? Yes, and then they... yes. Have no clue who they were. That's funny. Oh, yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. So tell me some funny stuff lately that uh, some stuff's been going on. I know you went and got, what, a Christmas tree with your grandkids? and Oh, no. Do... No? no. No, not me. No. no? Okay. You know where I get my Christmas tree? Where? Right out in my backyard. I just pick up a bunch of sticks. I re- yeah, don't do it. Yeah, I, y'all. I made my husband the happiest man on earth. Oh yeah. Yes. This is why. Because at one time, when I probably up until about four years ago, I live in the middle of nowhere. You Google my home, uh-huh. and I am literally in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around me. But I would decorate that house. You could see the glow forever. <laughs> and so my husband was worn out before Christmas. Yeah. And through the mid-January. Yeah, yeah. So then when I said, honey, what would you think about this year if I just put up one tree? Oh, it was like a honeymoon. He was so, <laughs> he was so excited. Yes. Well, after that, there something happened the next year, and, and I want to think that there was uh, an illness or something. I can't remember what happened that we didn't get to put up the big live tree. Oh, we went and bought a live tree. We sat out on the porch. That's what happened that year. <laughs> but it didn't matter because then I didn't have to vacuum up all the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I no, don't do it. He does. Yeah. Well, the next year, I said, I think I just want like a little white stick tree. So he 
built a platform, we did the stick trees, and it sat out on the porch too. <laughs> so we just decided that since we're always on the go and yeah, yeah. we're going to enjoy things, mm-hmm. we I want to make sure that my grandkids, number one, know they know what Christmas is all about. Yeah, yeah. And one way of doing that is, you know, if you there's the great story out of the book of Luke. You read that to them, mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure. And then when you ask them, okay, now tell me in your words, what is Christmas? Oh, that's good. And they still say, getting presents. <laughs> right, you know, right. you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but uh, what were you saying? Do you know, I'm just like a ricochet rabbit sometimes. <laughs> no, just some funny stories that have been going on. I mean, you, there's all kinds of funny going on in your world. What's, oh, yes. what's the funniest lately? Funniest lately? Oh, I, the funniest thing lately, this is always involving my grandchildren. And uh, I was in Dollar Tree. You're familiar with the oh, Dollar yeah. Tree? Oh, yeah. so sure, you know, sure. Everything is one dollar. Uh-huh. I mean, you carry kids in there. You can say you can pick out three items. They think you're great. Yeah, right. We're in there, and there was a another set of people. This lady has like four kids with her. They're her grandchildren or great grandchildren, and all they asked was for one thing, and she yells at them. <laughs> and she, I'm not talking about just your regular old. No, you're not getting. No, she screams, and we can hear it all over the store. She says, no, you're not getting anything. Christmas is right around the corner. Well, I'm standing there, and I think it's funny, you know, but I don't want my grandchildren to see me laughing at stuff like that. My granddaughter looks up at me, and she goes, she's not getting anything for Christmas. She's mean. Just she says that as this lady crosses our path. Oh, no. You know, my face turns red. Grandkids... Kids, period, will mm. get you into trouble. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah. Because they say what you're thinking usually, probably, right? No. No? No. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, they do. But um, my I, my kids, my grandkids, yeah, usually, um, I was telling Dan earlier, they don't want to let my grand, one granddaughter pray. Okay. Like, do the blessing. Yeah. She's always wanting to say, let me say the blessing. None of the other kids want her to. Why is that? Well, because she takes forever. You know, the, <laughs> the kids are wanting to just bless the food and come on. Let's, and eat. Let's, let's eat. Yeah, yeah. But no, she's always wanting to bless Nanny. You know, God take care of Nanny. Well, Nanny is not here with us anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nanny's in heaven. Okay. And that makes the other kids mad because they say you shouldn't be praying like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> shut that up. Well, she starts praying about Christmas gifts the other day. And they're throwing their hands up. You've done it now. You have messed this up. You know, so we have to be very careful about what we let Brooklyn do. Hmm. Didn't have Flint talking about Christmas. So do you have all their stuff purchased and ready to go? Your grandkids? No. No. This year I told them we're taking them places. We're going to, you know, like build memories. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, build memories. Yeah, we're going to build memories. Where are you going to so go? We're going to take. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep telling them that. <laughs> I've not bought the first gift, not the first thing. And so uh, then I just keep telling them, I'll take them somewhere. Yeah. And I keep saying, where y'all want to go? Where y'all, If y'all don't tell me where you want to go, you know, Christmas going to be, it'll be here and gone. Right. And you're out of luck. <laughs> I keep trying to get them to go to Dollywood. Dollywood. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. And they seen to my grandson, my the one who sings Southern Gospel. Yeah, yeah. He loves it, loves the kingdom airs. He want you know, they they know him. 
And, you know, and they've invited him to sing with them. And, you know, uh, they'll, they'll be around local to us. So he's going to have that opportunity. But he wants to go to Dollywood. I do, too. Hmm. My husband says, no way. Really? I am. Oh, no, he does not want to go to Dollywood. Hmm. Because the rides aren't fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, man. That's awesome. We we enjoy doing things like camping. You ever been camping with a bunch of kids? Uh, No. I try not to. I hate camping personally, Mm. but yeah. What's that look like? <laughs> I can't say that on this. I can't say that. It's awful. My, you know, they love it. Do they? Yes, yeah. okay. yes, yes. Hmm. We just you get hemmed up in a camper when it's pouring down rain outside. Mm-hmm. No, you'll never do it again. No, right? I just bathe them outside where it's rain. I don't care how cold it is. Look, <laughs> this get is outside. fun. We're building memories. Danette Flint, uh, you can go to DanetteFlint.com to find out more about her, check out her shows. Yes, please And do. all the resources there. And we'd love to, to have your uh, grandson sometime and he could uh, sing for us. No singing. He, he could do our bumpers for us. Yes, he oh, could. he would yeah. love that. Would that would be awesome. Yeah. So check her out. Tomorrow, Dan and I will be at Christmas Wish, uh, Chick-fil-A in Hapeville. So come by and see us. And uh, have a great Wednesday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.